this is a warning, this podcast is not suitable to be listened to around kids and probably not even out loud at the office. We cuss a lot, we drink during the recording, and we touch on some very adult subjects. We recommend listening when the kids aren't around or when you have headphones. Thanks guys, bye. This is Jen, and this is the Let's Chat Paranormal Podcast. I'm here with Eric and Jesse. Say hi, guys. What's going on? How's it going? And we are here for episode 93. Is it? 93. You sound so sure of yourself. (laughs) I was just looking at it right now, and then I already forgot. Um, I'm pretty sure it's 93. Well, you know, we are time jumping right now because I'm going to say that we just had an amazing call. And this is coming from the future, but from past me. That's confusing. But anyways, <laughs> welcome. We went real Rick and Morty on you guys. I'm sorry about that. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, let's get our usual stuff out of the way. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else podcasts are heard. Wherever you're listening to, make sure that you subscribe. Give us a good rating. Give us a good review. Share it with all your friends and family. And if you want to send in your own personal story, send it to Let's Chat Paranormal at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, both of those are Let's Chat Paranormal. All right. Please love us. <laughs> Please <laughs> leave us a good review. Um, I haven't even looked at the reviews, to be honest, lately. <laughs> they're, they're saying that Eric is amazing, that his strong hands are needed on Instagram. That, what? you know, his... his... Uh, there's all these spam accounts just <laughs> popping up. I love Eric, 88. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is an Eric's... <laughs> fake eric loving account not eric <laughs> not eric the real salma hayek account <laughs> salma hayek official <laughs> salma hayek blue check not blue check but blue check yeah salma hayek's toes yeah oh. <laughs> man if Sorry. they could if they could talk <laughs> i'm already going head. way yeah. off track shit unofficial chedipede <laughs> oh my god no does that make tarantino a chedipede I could be. No, let's let's. Or maybe he encountered stop. a chedipede. Okay, derailing. Okay, okay. Damn, um, damn it. Sorry that. Anyways, fuck. Started going real conspiracy theory. Seriously. <laughs> Tarantino right. listening just fuck. You figured me out. <laughs> They're on to me. Get your toes out of my mouth. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, um, before we get into creepy updates, uh, I just wanted to give a quick shout out. Uh, last weekend, me and Jesse went to the Curious Twins Paranormal. Um, I guess it's like their holiday or Christmas walk that they do, like the ghost no, so tour. So it's a, it's a normal ghost tour. They just, uh, since it's around that time, they just incorporate a couple of customs of, you know, Christmas in there. They It's the same tour. They just switch it up just slightly to kind of put in a little Christmas spirit in there. It's called the Holiday Haunted History Walk on the River Walk. Cool. Yeah. That's too many walks, though. Right? Or, well, I added that last walk. Yeah. Oh. Because it's just on the river, but that, anyways. And she's like, but you have to walk. <laughs> anyways, it was really fun. Um, it was very fun. Yeah, and uh, we started off in the King William area, and then we ended up, like, downtown. So it was... And it was... Uh, it was Chantel and yes. Ernie's uh, bachelor, bachelor slash bachelorette party. And it was 
fun. Yeah, so it was, we got to yeah. hang out. Yeah, it was, I, I really enjoyed we it. We hung out with other adults. Yeah. It was cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anywho's, yeah. It so was... y'all started off in the King Williams and then ended up downtown without getting mugged. Well, they took us through the river walk. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. We, we, they, they finagled us <laughs> through all the, the safe the, areas, the spooky safe areas. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was pretty cool. We learned a lot about um, some of like the holiday traditions, uh, some haunted history, and then uh, just history in general. Yeah, I learned so. some extra stuff that I was like really like, you know what? I should really deep dive into Texas history like that because i i knew the basics of it like the haha stuff but like the actual like tiny details and tidbits i was like hmm. I was like, that's actually really interesting yeah so uh if you are interested in going on a ghost tour or ghost walk downtown i recommend curious twins paranormal they are also the people that put on the paranormal fest every year so go you okay yeah so uh if you guys are interested go ahead and do that um but yeah uh creepy updates i know I don't have any. I know Dad has one, but uh, next time we record with him, I'll remind him. You mean Papa Paranormal? Yeah, Papa Paranormal. Sorry. Because you know, there's a fan club out there for him too. There really is. I should just make a sticker for for them. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, when we do a thing, they're like, "Where's the Papa?" Oh, never mind. I'm out of here. Yeah. Or, well, I literally got a message about like Dad's story <laughs> earlier. Uh, the the movies that scarred us. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, about the his movie that this person also was shown this movie when they were young <laughs> and that he was traumatized i'm like oh well i wish oh. i wasn't shown puppet master because my sister is just traumatizing me now anyways no uh, i'm still getting traumatized years later this person also uh he had sent over uh because like i know I, he listens like occasionally and mm. he he listened to the episode with the Mexican rifle. <laughs> oh, your your most favorite one. And like, I don't know if if you've seen on Instagram, like you can make these little updates on your stories now. They look like MySpace statuses, like okay. or like away messages. I, I haven't gotten that update yet. Oh well, uh, he had updated ho- his to the Mexican rifle <laughs> after he listened. I was like, how oh no. <laughs> they noticed, like, how dare you steal my title? No, but I I updated mine to uh this is the skin of a killer <laughs> with little sparkles. You guys haven't seen Twilight, whatever. Oh, okay, yeah, no, sorry, no. you lose us with your. I'm, I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna make it official. One day I'm gonna choose, and we're gonna make it National Green Day. Green Day. Yeah, for the Mexican yeah, rifle. Yeah, the, the shorts. Oh, green shorts day. <laughs> I was all like, how does this go with Twilight? Like I'm still stuck at Twilight. <laughs> Just see a bunch just, of hipsters downtown in green shorts, in green bulges. Uh, that no, calling it for next year, next Saint, summer Saint, <laughs> for St. Patty's. It's gonna be a, a green short summer. <laughs> That's oh, gonna God. be the new Hoochie Daddies. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that, it's gonna be the rave on the beach. Uh-huh. Is those fucking green shorties? Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry for throwing us off already. Um, My sister and her Mexican rifle. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Fucking Anyways, Jesus uh, Christ. Jesus Jesus, what's your creepy updates? Oh, well, um, I do have a few. Um, I have been very lucky that I have not been bothered by anything, nothing at all. You know, just going about my day. Are you talking about like in normal people or spooky shit? Not just normal people. Oh, okay. Really nothing at all. 
up until I want to say uh, uh, the last two weeks. I, uh, I well, I want to say the end of November. Um, I usually uh, purposely make myself not dream, not to dream, mm-hmm. and like I have been dreaming like it is nobody's goddamn business. <laughs> I've been dreaming too, and I've actually been surprisingly re- memorable of my dreams, which is strange. I have a stupid dream that I'm going to share after oh, okay. you're done with your creepy <laughs> updates because it has—it's not spooky at all. It's stupid as fuck. Okay, but anyways. Um, so yeah, um, I—it started slowly and slowly with like a, the the slightest of dreams where I was sitting in my spot, and then I hear. Either it's you or, or, or our son get up and come towards me. And it's like the Predator-esque type of silhouette, but in like a human form. Hmm. And I'm kind of just like looking at it and I'm like, okay, like, is that really what's going on right now? And I shit you not, like from the back of, like, I'm looking at it at a distance and it's like right where the threshold is at. And then all of a sudden I hear a voice in the back of my head by my ear go, you're not going to wake up next time. Oh, oh shit. The fuck? And I was like, I woke up and I was like, what the, what the hell? What do you mean I'm not going to wake up next time? In this house. You yeah. heard that. So I was like, all right, cool, whatever. You know, I got up and I went to go sleep in the bed. Then the next day, uh, you know, I'm. Again, I'm watching TV, whatever, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to chill out. Again, I go into dream mode, and um, all this stuff starts happening. Well, eventually, I'm in the house. I start seeing things kind of out of the corner of my eye. And I am watching these things kind of zoom by, and I'm like, what? what is it? And I suddenly, I'm like, you know what? I'm getting really sleepy. I'm going to lay down. So I I go sit down on the couch and I'm like, oh, God, I was like, I'm tired. I was like, I guess I'm just going to pass out. And out of the bottom part of that uh, coffee table, a cat comes out. And I start thinking to myself, how the fuck did a cat get in the house? (laughs) Like, oh, God, our dog's going to start freaking out. Like, I really have to get up and let this cat out, but I'm just so tired. And the cat just kind of stands up at the coffee table and just starts looking at me. And I'm like. All right, I got to get rid of this one cat, but oh, fuck, I'm so tired. I was like, maybe I should call Jen. And then right behind it, another cat pops out of nowhere and just gets on the other side. And I'm like, fuck, two cats? How the fuck did two cats get in here? <laughs> okay. And then I was like, you know what? I don't hear the dog. I think I'm just going to go ahead and just take a tiny little nap. And as I'm taking my nap, I see the cat kind of like pounce on the ground and just gently start to walk over towards me and i'm like well you know he doesn't look feral so whatever boom jumps on my back and i can feel it doing its little biscuits yeah and i'm like this is not bad at all and i feel the other cat you know i see the other cat jump off too and jump on my back and i start to feel both of them kind of just like pat me down and i'm like all right well jenna's talking about getting a cat so you know what maybe fuck it two cats should be twice as happy and I start closing my eyes. And when I'm closing my eyes, I feel the cat paw kind of just start rubbing my uh, my uh, my shoulder, getting into my neck. 
And once it gets like to like where my neck is at, I feel a claw come out and it turns into like a, a almost like a hand. Mm-hmm. And I feel this claw like jabbing into my neck. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, what's going on? And it, have you ever gotten bit by a cat? Not like yeah. hard, but like where they kind of just put their mouth on you. And oh, you yeah. Feel... Yeah. So I, I start feeling that, but like on my cheek. And it, it it progressively feels like a bigger mouth. And like, we all know how cats sound like. So it starts off like a, the, the, you know, you leave the, the car engine on. And then eventually, like, you know what I'm talking about, right? That little, yeah, that little purr. purr. And then eventually, I start to hear like a, like someone's doing it with their mouth. Ooh. And I'm like, someone on top of me? Because now it feels like I have a full-fledged person on top of me. And again, the whisper, you're not going to wake up. And I woke up and I was like, what the fuck? Like, what the hell is going on here? Like... <laughs> Is this some kind of uh, message I'm trying to receive, whatever? That you're not going to wake up. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> of course, you know, a couple of days pass by. Again, we're doing something, whatever. I ended up taking like a little mini nap. And uh, while I was taking the mini nap, it was like a, like, it was literally like a, well, I think it was like a five minute nap. It was probably longer than that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my hands kind of like open and i literally felt like a tiny little cat paw hit my uh my palm and i clenched up and i was like this is fucking weird like i i don't like this at all i don't know what's going on i've never had any kind of experiences with cats like this at all if anything if anybody remembers if you've been listening i it was a dog lady so I don't know why I'm switching from dog lady to, you know, cats. It's a sign that we should get a cat. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think to, like, uh, seal it off or, or, or close it off, the last visible incident is um, I had gone to bed. I woke up and I saw these streaks of blood all over the linoleum and uh i went to go open the door the bathtub was full of blood i was covered in blood and then my uh my dad calls me and he's like yeah yeah you you gotta head out of there man you you know you killed someone you gotta go and i was like fuck what the fuck are they talking about and then you know i woke up that's a bit weird. Yeah, it was, like I said, it was super weird. Hmm. And this was, like, all within, like, the past month? No, no, like, the, uh, the, you killed someone, I think, was either, like, yesterday or the day before that, something oh, like wow. that. Dang. Yeah, like, they, they just been getting, like, progressively stronger. There's some that I don't remember. Like, I, I think I was back there, and I heard the treadmill going, and then I, I saw the amputated charred lady again. Oh, no. Don't say that. What? Why are you looking at me? Because, thought... like, I'm going to be back there by myself and I'm just going to be thinking about that. Yeah, but that, it's not, that's not you. It's me. That's, that's like... why I strategically placed it where, like, my back would be to the wall directly. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. Well, you know, as we've learned from last, you know, episode, 
the mano peluda can come out of walls and <laughs> but that's my, why are you like i'm not saying anything i was like it's it's him why am i gonna i'm over here because you get to stay yeah. after he leaves I'm all, I'm all sharing my my deep disturbing things there's over mean muggy so uh, what i took away from that is that jesse is dreaming about wap <laughs> Is this true, Jesus? Uh, well, well, the cat did have a McDonald's hat on. <laughs> We're not gonna bring that up. All right. Okay. Was were there any other creepy updates that you? No, that was to it. Bring? I'm pretty okay. sure the McDonald's thing will get cut out. But yeah, I Anyways. got a funny story for you on that. All right. <laughs> is that the doppelganger? Is that what it no, is? No, no, no. That's a whole completely different. Scenario. My sister now just what? But yeah, okay. Uh, take us away there, Jen. <laughs> what? No, I do want to share my really dumb story oh, though. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That has nothing to. It's not scary at all. But you said uh, dumb dreams or something like that, or weird dreams. And uh, I had the dumbest fucking dream the other day, and I don't really remember writing it out, but I found it in my notes. So clearly, I wrote it and it's from december 8th and it says was drifting in and out of sleep and started dreaming of seeing a band with a stage in the center of the crowd and they had nacho cheese in a crock pot and that's what everybody was trying to get to (laughs) (laughs) what the shit i don't remember typing this out full of this fucking nonsense i (laughs) get home from work tired you know, like I'm, you know, you would expect like a, Hey babe, I love you or what's going on. Yeah. yeah. And I come over here. I was like, Hey, what's going on? You know, like, Hey, what's up? And she's like, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be like, wouldn't it be like something if like they made Fidel scented candles? (laughs) And I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking go back to work. Wow. Wow. This is it. This is. So like you, come home you're all like man babe's really cooking up a storm and it's just <laughs> see she, see the thought process that went into this fucking thing and then i'm like here's your sandwich <laughs> wow the wow yeah I, i'm at a loss for words exactly, for that's, what, that's how i was too i was like genius okay. <laughs> and i was like i haven't drank hard liquor in a while but <laughs> I do feel like some Jameson You're right now. Really making me <laughs> <laughs> just a shot to take the edge off. Oh my god! Right. This this is what's, why the what's wrong, dreams. my boy? Ah, Fidel, fucking candles. <laughs> anyway, make it a double for that guy. And and for our listeners that do not know what Fidel is, it's like a a traditional Mexican dish. Spaghetti. It's Mexican spaghetti. It's delicious. <laughs> Jesus, this is not the seriousness that I wanted to go into our call. Okay, well, anyways, um, <laughs> sorry, serio, serio cara, but um, anyways, <laughs> you need to make a sticker of that now. Ooh, candle. <laughs> Jesse's all stop encouraging her, and then it's like the little bowl of Fidel, but like ghost smells coming out. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Oh well, hauntingly good. <laughs> Ooh, man, don't stop. Oh, See? that is such a good one. <laughs> See, but you know what is what is actually very frightening right now is that my sister reproduced and she just put another one out there in the world. What do you mean, Sal? Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. gonna be another weird one like you out there. 
Yeah, he's he's so fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, you you have no fucking idea, man. Yeah, like, I love it. He, every the, day. As the day passes by, like I'm just like <laughs> every day he gets even more like me and i'm just like hell yeah you're like my twin <laughs> but anyways um uh, wait this is where she's like uh, why why is he weird when he's all like delicious body eating bacon because he was like, is this somebody's body? <laughs> no, no, like, so we're having breakfast and I give him a strip of bacon, right? And he's like eating it and eats one. And he's getting the second one and he stops and he kind of just analyzes it and he's all, and I'm like, great. He's going to be like, oh, I don't like this. And he's like, is this, is this someone's body? <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, yeah. And he's all, delicious. delicious. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> Well, I think it's because I he was doing that earlier with the gummy bears and he was like, I'm eating his body. And I was like, okay, puppy. <laughs> and he was like, I'm eating his foot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's why I was uh, like, he's just going to be like, relax. I'm just trying to take some pictures. Shut up. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> God, I thought my kids were weird. I, I got a totally different view on my kids. They're not weird. They're just manipulative how is weird oh yeah he takes after me um but yeah. anyways um yeah sorry for so much rambling we're uh we actually have a really great guest uh that came on with us amazing guest yeah yes. um yes yeah oh. she's got some really uh good story uh stories sorry eric uh found her on reddit so it's Ooh, a way to make me sound like a i was about to say discovered her yeah, or ran across <laughs> what found her on reddit is it you, you made it sound like yeah I, it sounded a little bit weird i'm not yeah. gonna lie to you like oh, or I'm, I'm found sorry. her story and then yeah reached out to her oh sorry <laughs> okay eric found her story on reddit and reached out to her there you go <laughs> fucking sound like he's can you smell this napkin for me <laughs> <laughs> now tell us your story all right anyways i'll um, tell you anything you want mister <laughs> you just see her being drugged down into the hole with us oh my gosh. tell me the story anyways it was really good uh talking to her she was very uh articulate about uh what she was sharing and everything so i hope you guys uh like and uh share your feedback on your stories and or what... if you guys have some kind of weird story like that and you oh, know you yeah. you oh, want to remain yeah. anonymous or you want to talk about it go ahead and feel free to jump on and let us know you oh, can yeah. also be on here mm. oh yeah and and you know uh, th that was the other thing that i took so much away from this uh unfortunately you know we won't be able to share everything you know just for time constraints and stuff like that but i got to learn about a whole history of a different person which i absolutely love oh my god the history that we got to you know uh, uh share with her and and everything uh, it's just amazing it was great it was awesome i loved it full show all right guys well let's go ahead and sit back and relax pop open your beer or whatever it is you're drinking and have fun Okay, we are here with an uh, actual listener uh, that goes by Berries uh, that was found on Reddit. Uh, go ahead and say hi, introduce yourself, and uh, let's uh, get into your story. Hi, I'm Blackberry Deep. That's what I go by on Reddit, uh, going by Barry for the podcast. I grew up in, uh, I almost said the Northeast, but that's not it. I grew up in the Midwest. <laughs> um, the... 
the state I grew up in is uh, northern Minnesota, and I recently moved. And all of these crazy experiences started before my grandparents passed away, but really amped up after the fact. Ooh, okay. So uh, I, I'm going to do a quick, like, old man corner. What's the weather like right there right now? <laughs> it's god awful. Oh, no. Oh, um, my God. So, I, oh, I, I, I'm you, an autism behavioral analysis. Mm -hmm. analysis that's the word and i it's not even about a 10 minute drive for me to work and the roads are just pure ice and slush today it was about 35 degrees thank god but it's supposed to be we're in severe snow emergency right now and it's supposed to snow from i think midnight tonight till about friday afternoon oh my god wow but yeah and it's supposed to start back up at friday night oh my god uh well so I, i i mean I guess, you know, total opposites of the spectrum and stuff, but... Yeah, uh, I wish I was in Texas. <laughs> oh, my God. See, and that's where I'm like, God, I wish I was up there because I am so tired of the heat and humidity. Like, today was oh one of God, the I more wish. crisp... <laughs> you want to trade? Yes, I would absolutely love to trade. <laughs> Why swap it out? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, sorry. That was my old man corner. I just... No, by all means, everyone asks because they like no one knows where Minnesota is and if they do they're like no one's ever been there I'm like we're locals we only know here <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah oh, that's how I, I'm sure your Christmas is gonna be nice and snowy and white and oh, oh god don't say that it's gonna be a horrible <laughs> drive <laughs> <laughs> oh I wish we had one half, half the Minnesotans want a white Christmas the other half is just praying for a brown <laughs> just normal weather yes <laughs> uh well yeah i'm sorry for my old man corner so are <laughs> oh, you fine <laughs> so you said that you had some uh stories for us yeah so we'll jump right into the one on reddit so everyone kind of knows what we're talking about yeah so um i'm just gonna read little snippets of it and then i'm gonna go into a little bit more detail um for anyone wondering it's on r slash paranormal uh it's blackberry deep five one four zero um, it's titled what happened at my now deceased grandparents farm. So a little bit of backstory. Um, my grandpa died when I was about three of cancer. And so I never really knew him. I don't even remember the funeral. Um, my parents after that fact kind of lost all religion a little bit cause we grew up so Catholic. And then my grandma recently passed away and it was just a turn for the worse. And so this story is about what happened. Uh, the day we went to the farm that both of them died in and um, just kind of the experiences that we had. So, so real, real quick. Go ahead. So you are, are, are you saying uh, they passed there or that yes, that's just they oh. passed inside the house? Oh, oh wow. Okay. Yes. Um, my grandpa decided to deny treatment after about a year or so, according to my dad. And he wanted to die peacefully at the farm with my grandma. Uh, my grandma was still in great health at the time. And then a couple of years later down the road, I want to say when I was about maybe eight, nine or 10, um, she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's and dementia. Mm. Yes. So it was really hard on the family. Yeah. And um, some of my family members, like this is their way of coping is talking about the weird stuff that has happened in the house. Other of them, uh, they just don't want to talk about it at all. It's not something that they ever want to bring up or speak about. And none of us have been to the farm in the last six, seven months. So have you noticed like the reason why they didn't want to speak up about it? Is it is it because of, you know, potential paranormal activity or is it just something that that is uh, that traumatic? Um, 
kind of half and half. A lot of okay. like my my dad's the youngest of eight, and so my oldest two uncles are very much so still heavy in religion, and they're still very big into the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. and so they don't want to mess with it. Okay. Um, if something were to happen, their first step is we gotta call a priest, we gotta get approval through the Vatican, we gotta get an exorcism. Oh, wow. And none of them believe it's at that point. A lot of them think like there has to be a scientific explanation. Where us younger cousins, I'm the youngest being 19, um, everyone is in like their mid-20s right now. And all of them are like, no, there is definitely something going on in that house and that's why none of us have gone back. And no one wants to really talk about it except for us cousins. Okay, so if you don't mind me asking, I, I know it, it should. it's probably like a rhetorical question, but uh, wh- what is your stance on the paranormal? Like, are you a firm oh believer? Gosh. I'm an avid believer. Okay, um, okay. So I'm adopted, and my biological father and his whole family claim to be psyche. My, yeah, my biological father has always said, I see things, your mother sees things, it's just how it's always been. And they've always been very Catholic. I was adopted through Catholic Charities. And they were like, this is our gift from God, like we can see and feel these things. Mm-hmm. And me being in like middle school and elementary school, I'm like, that's BS. Like there's no effing way. Mm-hmm. And then when I finally kind of got closer with my biological mother and her side of the family, I was like, holy shit, this is real. It hit me like a freight train. Cause um, like I said, I'd never really met my grandpa and my Oma, which would be my birth mother's mother, kind of started asking me questions about him out of the blue. Like she knew him when she's never met him. And it scared the living crap out of me. Wow. And after those kind of conversations I had, I immediately started believing. Like, there's no way there's not something out there. Okay. All right. So it, it wasn't really even an experience that you had. It was just kind of like a profound thought? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. I mean, I love them to death, and I always thought that they were batshit crazy. But no, my Oma sees some real shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Very cool. Uh, I, I mean, you 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 speak of of like this gift. Is it something that that like you have pursued though? I have twice. I have tried it twice, and both times I have had like dr- I've had very vivid dreams after the fact of me trying to activate this gift in air quotes or try to explore it. Mm-hmm. And the most recent one actually, um, the other night, I had a dream that I was being chased or trying to be killed by like one of my neighbors. Ooh. And I dropped my phone and I said, hey, Siri, call dad. And I accidentally called my dad and I freaked out that I told him that I was trying to be murdered. Oh I woke God. up, phone in my hand, hung up on him and just freaked out. Oh, my God. So like it, and he it didn't even bled know. He into was like, reality. I don't even remember you calling. And he didn't even answer. And I just panicked. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, it was mortifying. And I'm like, my dad's laughing at me the next morning when I call him and tell him and uh, there's just been some like real crazy shit that has happened where like I don't know if I'm like hallucinating or if I'm just really tired or if like it's something trying to tell me something and half the time I ignore it because I'm like I don't want to fuck with that shit in my apartment I'm not trying to have any weird voodoo in here mm. no thank you <laughs> don't blame me <you. laughs> I want to explore this somewhere else <laughs> exactly uh, you know uh, of course you, I, I know you just said that you, you really have only pursued it like once or twice but yeah. have you have you ever been curious about like uh, what would you call them I guess like a conduit like a Ouija board or something or tarot cards or you know something Ooh, of that I nature I have tarot cards that's how I started getting into all of this was actually a gift from my grandma was my first tarot deck mm-hmm. and I 100% believe that I do have a spirit guide and I don't know who it is but when I do do my tarot cards 
it's only ever been positive. I've never had a negative experience. Oh. But granted, I only put positive energy out. Like when it comes to negative energy, I'm not someone that tries to harness it or fuck with it. Mm-hmm. I do know that's how you can get to like the deeper side of things. That's not somewhere I feel mentally prepared to be. Oh, are you saying that like at a later date you would possibly attempt to? Definitely. I grew oh. up like watching um, Zach on Paranormal, whatever. Oh, Ghost Hunters, that's the show. Oh. And then I started recently watching Sam and Kobe. No, Sam and Kobe, I love them to death, but I don't know how real that is. And the YouTubers, mm-hmm. I'm always on the fence about them. Uh-huh. But some of their experiences, I'm like, huh, maybe I should try the Ouija board or maybe I should try like a spirit box or something. But you never know what will come in through that. You can't always trust what you hear. Yeah, I, I would just heavily research in uh, kind of like containment circles if you do. Yeah. Cause, um, so where I am right now, I don't mind sharing this at all about where I live. Um, I'm actually right next to the uh, Anoka Asylum which that is supposed to be known as one of the most paranormal places in Minnesota, next oh, yeah. to the mansion in Duluth. Oh, and yeah, you'll, the, you'll um, most definitely get center. someone on the other side. <laughs> what was that? I said, most definitely you'll get somebody on the other side. <laughs> yeah, practicing oh, there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Anoka, Minnesota is supposed to be known as the Halloween capital of the world, and I think that's why it's because of that asylum. Oh. I mean, granted, I don't know that for sure. I'm very new to the cities, so I'm like still trying to figure everything out, but I didn't even go to the parade. I don't know why I had this really weird vibe about the Anoka Parade, and I was like, fuck it, I'm not going. (laughs) (laughs) Good instinct, you know? Mm Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, nothing happened, but it's like, you never know. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. And considering saying that you're you're sensitive to these things, uh, I would say that's a good call. I'm sensitive to these things. A little quick story. Uh, One of the first times that I was in the house after my grandpa had passed and my grandma was still alive, I would randomly start crying. Like, I'd be in a really great mood, and then all of a sudden, I'd be like, this weird wave of darkness at, like, 7, 8, or 9, and i just start crying, because I don't know what's happening. Oh. That's kind of, like, my instinct or my tuition, I think, telling me something, because I, I mean, I'm, I didn't even realize how big of a crier I was, but, like, I can handle stress, I can handle things at work, but as soon as it comes to, like, a weird energy feeling, my body immediately starts crying. Interesting. Yeah, so, we'll start off. We'll start off with one of the earlier incidences because this one's just a quick little short story. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was one time where my grandma was getting towards the end um, before she was put in a nursing home. But from the nursing home, she was brought back to the home because that's where she wanted to pass away. And um, my cousins and I were playing upstairs and we were like running around with like my dad's old bedroom and their mom's old bedroom, just having a ball. And then we kind of sat down. We were playing like fake poker. Well, all of a sudden, there's like a pounding coming from like the ceiling like underneath like someone was like trying to pound on the floor oh. if you know what I mean like someone's on the first floor pounding up at the second floor okay. and we we're all kind of looking at each other like what the hell that's coming from Auntie G's room so we go wow. into what Auntie G's room would have been and you can like see the floorboard moving and we were like what the fuck and immediately I started to cry and not because I was scared of like someone being below but I was scared that it wasn't somebody below And I immediately run down the steps and I'm like, dad, is that you? Like, are you playing a joke? Like, is that crazy uncle B? And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, the pounding is coming from Auntie G's room. And he's like, that's above grandma's room. No one's in there. Like, what are you talking about? We tell you kids not to play in there. Nobody's in there. And immediately my water, I like turn into like a whole meltdown. I just keep, keep crying. And my cousin Mal, she 
runs all the way back up into the room to see if it's still going, runs back down and says it stopped. And we were like, what the fuck? And by that point, a lot of my cousins kind of conjugated together and they were like, you know, maybe we shouldn't, maybe we shouldn't always tell the adults about this stuff because they're going to dismiss it. And I was pretty young at the time and I was like nodding in agreement, like, yeah, this isn't, you know, cool. And later that night when we got home, I asked my dad about it again and he was like, you're, you're just freaking out. Like, obviously it was nothing, you know, the house was old, it was probably the floorboards creaking and it was like, no, it was like someone fisting up at the floorboards. Like it was very, very loud and distinct. I don't know how no one from downstairs heard it. So would you say it was like aggressive? Oh my God, it was so aggressive. It was like someone was trying to break through the floorboard. Like, yeah, it was super aggressive. Now, can I ask you a question uh, based on that, what yes. you told me right now? So, um, can you recall more or less the day uh, that it incident It was right happened? around Christmas. We've never had Christmas um, on the actual day. We've always celebrated like a weekend or two before. So, I want to say maybe it was two weekends before Christmas because that's when we were having like our Christmas party. Okay, previous to the, the incident, what would you describe the atmosphere in the room when it happened? Thick, like the like um, you know, like when a tornado is coming, the air just feels thick, kind of sulfury. Okay, uh, that's wh- how I remember it because I had like the weirdest taste in my mouth, and I remember just crying and crying and crying. How about the uh, everybody's about kind the- of mo- morale? Like uh, the people in the room were they kind of friendly to each other? Was there tension? It was more so like you know when Scooby Doo, like where they all kind of look at each other, like what is going on? It was kind of like that. Okay. All right. Because um, I remember my cousin Nick. He was kind of like looking at my cousin Mel, like, "What the hell? What, what is this?" And we were just kind of staring at the floorboard, like, "This has to be a joke." Like that's what we all kind of thought. Like this has to be somebody doing this to screw with us. Okay. But uh, my dad and my other uncles confirmed, like, none of us were doing it. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And so we just kind of let it be, and we didn't really talk about that afterwards. So, uh, I mean, maybe it should be a question to be asked at the very end of all your stories and experiences, but do all of your stories, like, are the common things in them, like, uh, the, the collection of you and your cousins? Um, most of them, yes, except for the one on Reddit. That one's just me, my dad, and my uncle, which well, see, was the craziest thing, because my dad's never experienced anything like it. Well, the so reason, reason, reason I ask is... Uh, it, it sounds like this this sensitivity is kind of like a an inherent thing in your family, right? So, I mean, w- yeah. w- would you say that it's like a collection of energy coming from y'all that might be like drawing things to y'all or, you know, drawing these, these experiences to y'all? So, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but I'm going to do it anyway because I highly <laughs> doubt my family will really listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember my father sitting me down when I was about 13 or 14 because I, I kept asking about my grandpa. Um, he told me that one of his last words were, um, I wish I could have seen her get on the bus for kindergarten. And Aww. he talked a lot about how he wished he could see this of my of one of my cousins now. He wished he could see this and how he could be at our wedding. And he just made all these wishes before he passed away. Mm-hmm. And me being the semi-spiritual person I am, I think those wishes conjugated and maybe he's still in the home to watch us grow up. Oh, okay, okay. That's just kind of my take on it. Some of my cousins don't think it's him. They think it's something mimicking him. Um, Because one of my eldest cousins, she is a firm believer that that is not a family member. And I I mean, I haven't been back in the house since, so I can't really feel it out or gauge it. But at the end of the story on Reddit, if you remember reading, um, 
I I said that I felt like puking and my dad had a migraine. We both just felt sick. Right. And right. I know that's not a common association with good interactions or good intentions from people on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think maybe it's uh, something unresolved? It has to be. I mean, granted, that house was there before my grandparents moved in. They didn't build the farm. Oh, okay. So I don't know, and we don't know the history of it. We just know that they bought it back in like 1940-something, 1950-something. It was somewhere a little bit after World War II that they had bought in that house. Oh, my God. Yeah. Very cool. I mean, that's very cool to have, you know, a piece of history like that uh, as well. And who currently resides in the farmhouse? Nobody. It's still in the family. We haven't sold it. We still own it. It's split between um, all eight kids that are survived, which would be my dad's siblings and stuff. Um, No one dares to fuck with it right now. Um, We've had, I know we're having Christmas here soon next weekend. And um, all of us are kind of going to have that conversation. We're not having Christmas at the farm. All of us agreed not to do that because of the experience that happened. Mm -hmm. Um, Because what I said on Reddit is just a glimpse. There were other things happening while my experience was happening. Really? I didn't know that until I reached out to my family because none of us really talked about that day because it was such a, which I think kind of fueled it, is that it was such a dark and depressing day that we were cleaning out the house. Right. Like we were trying to be lighthearted and we were trying to like, you know, find joy in it. But you could just feel the entire family drained of energy, didn't want to be there. And just all these, you know, upset and gloomy thoughts so si- it was a simultaneous event is what you're telling me it wasn't just uh, yeah ours was kind of the last because as soon as ours happened we bolted out that fucking door and got in the truck and ran home so, so that has to be a pretty strong you know thing going on there because i've only known for events to happen singularly like to one person and the other not like in a, a like essentially succession. a group yeah yeah so wow. Um, I'll get into that story a little bit then. We'll just kind of start out. I'm going to start from the end so it makes a little bit more sense. Mm -hmm. So when the incident happened, it was my dad and I in the basement. And my uncle was down there for, you know, maybe a minute or two and then ran up to grab his toolbox. Um, So while we were in the basement and he was grabbing the toolbox, my two aunts were in the kitchen. And I had another aunt, uh, Auntie G, whose room that we were in when we were younger, Mm -hmm. she was seeing if she had anything in her room left over that she wanted to take to her home. So there was about five of us in the house uh, okay. left. Mm-hmm. Uh, all my other cousins had already left. They didn't really experience anything other than, you know, kind of a traumatizing experience to realize that both of your grandparents are gone and, you know, you're cleaning out the house, which I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But no, about the five of us all had like instantly almost like one, one, like one after another each other experiences. Oh. Wow. There is 100% something in that farmhouse. Were so would you be able to like say if they intensified like at one after another or were they all kind of moderately the same type of experience? I would say moderately the same. Granted, um, I really had to pry this out of my aunts at Thanksgiving to ask them about it because mm-hmm. that's um, I made that Reddit post. I think after, I can't remember if it was before or after Thanksgiving, but either way, I know. Okay, so I made the post after Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Um, So I remember at Thanksgiving, before I made the post, we all were kind of like finding things to talk about. Everyone's hammered. You know, it's a German (laughs) drinking family. Everyone's going to be drunk. Um, I remember going up to my aunts that were in the kitchen during the incident from when we were downstairs. And I was like, hey, um, you know, I know that this isn't really a good time, but 
can can I just have some answers? And they were like, you know, we were expecting this. Like, you're 19. You want to kind of know a little bit more about your grandparents. We're not going to deny that to you. And I was like, no, that's not what I want. I want to talk about the night we cleaned out the farmhouse. Mm-hmm. And they kind of looked at each other like, well, shit, here we go. <laughs> and so we moved to a different room because um, we were at my uncle's house. We moved into a different room. We kind of sat down. And they were like, we had something happen before you and your dad. And they were in the kitchen, apparently. And my grandma had very bad Alzheimer's. Like, she would forget coffee mugs and, like, plates in the microwave constantly with food on them. She would just forget that she even put it in there. And they swear on both of their graves that they had cleaned out that microwave and unplugged it. Unplugged it. Mm-hmm. And they're in the middle of washing dishes, kind of, like, going through because they wanted to split grandma's silverware and whatnot. The light in the microwave turns on. Ooh. And then, apparently, according to them both, it was on for about ten, over like a good ten seconds, and then turned off. And then they heard a noise in my grandma's room, which would be my grandparents' bedroom. And they both kind of looked at each other and went straight back to doing dishes. They didn't want to talk about it. They didn't want to. They didn't want to say a word. They were like, you know what? This is probably us grieving. You know, this is probably what our mind wants us to see as a sign that they're watching over us. They wanted to let it be. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, my auntie G, who's in her room. She heard the same pounding we did when we were kids, Ooh. us cousins. And she immediately fucking freaks out. I can't, I don't even know what she grabbed out of her closet, but I know she had something in her hand and ran past my Uncle Jeff who had the toolbox. He's thinking that she forgot something in the car and then our incident happened and we're all out of that fucking house. <laughs> oh yeah, there's, there's, uh, there's something, there's something not there's being something shared. There. And I, uh, I hate it. Like, even, like, thinking about it right now and talking about it, like, my eyes are already watering. Like, that's how 100% sure I am that this shit happened. Yeah, uh, that that's something not being shared with the, your uh, people that are older than you that have been in that farmhouse. I'm pretty sure there's... Well, that's the crazy thing is, like, in anything I've ever read about the paranormal, it's always younger kids or younger people with open minds that see it. Because it's easier for them to believe what they see. Mm-hmm. And having grown-ass, like, 50, 67-year-old women and men see this shit, well, oh, my God, I was mind-blown. I was fucking freaking out. Well, I, <laughs> I figure that they, they they lived there, too, at one point, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm so pretty... they all went to um, – so it's a small town. They live out in the middle of damn near nowhere, the farmhouses. And all eight kids went to the same school, and they all lived there until – I want to say – I know a couple of them stayed with my grandpa when he got diagnosed with remember what it was i want to say it was like something with his kidneys before he got diagnosed with cancer before any of us kids were born but i know quite a few of them lived there till they were about maybe 24 25 26 also they had and then to that's have when they kind of all branched out like my dad went to college my sisters became nurses i had a couple of uncles join the military wow yeah they they, they yeah. most definitely had to have seen something in their time there they just i'm pretty sure don't want to talk about it yeah. Well, I'm also a firm believer, too, that things carry with you. Um, like, my two uncles served in Desert Storm. And I know this is, like, kind of controversial to say, but I'm going to say it. I know they've seen shit. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I can't know due to whatever government HIPAA thing that they have. Mm-hmm. But um, I have firm, firm belief that something carried with one of them home. I don't know how it works, but I know damn well that happened. <laughs> I'm 100% strong on that. Would you would you be open to the possibility of maybe not like some type of tangible thing, but maybe like a negative energy? Yes, that's like when he came when I when I first started. I want to say, oh gosh, kind of first started getting into like the tarot and stuff like that when I was about sixteen, seventeen. Um, 
I remember I got a deck, like I said, for Christmas, I got my first deck and I, you know, started buying a few other ones. And I remember my uncle had come over to drop something off. And when I get home, um, I had my tarot cards out or whatever. I kind of looked at my, um, it was like the three of swords or four of swords. And I had to look back at the meeting and I'm like, that definitely has to do with my uncle. Cause there's some weird fucking shit with him. Like he's the nicest guy you'd ever meet. But if you like are around his energy, you just can feel something's with him. And I, and I've noticed that ever since I was little, even when he would hold me, I didn't like it. And my parents always said, you know, you maybe, maybe you weren't a big hugger. Or, you know, you weren't always the most affectionate. It's like, no, there's something up with him. And it kind of took me a while to realize that. And through my tarot cards, I did. Ooh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's still very Catholic. You know, that's kind of what got religions kind of what got him through like the military and things like that. But I think he even knows that there might be something with him because he's always looking over his shoulder. I don't know if that's like a PTSD trait or what, but it's always over the shoulder. He'll be sitting there for like a good five minutes and then boom, he's looking over his shoulder. Wow. Okay. That, yeah. That... I think my whole family has some like weird shit going on. And but you but you said that this was this has been like a a a ongoing thing or would you say or like you said it it, it intensified it sounds, after the passing right it sounds it's generational all, it all kind of started according to my family after grand uh, after grandpa died which mm-hmm. would have happened if i'm 19 now probably 16 17 years ago oh wow Ooh. so it's been going on for that long according to quite a few of my family members okay hmm so yeah. many, so many questions, yeah. so many thoughts. <laughs> I know it's yeah. When I tell my friends about this stuff, half the time I just shut up because I know they don't believe me, or they like, are like, yeah, okay, yeah, right. And I'm like, no, y'all don't understand the shit that can happen when that much negative energy and that much negative space conjures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my rebuttal then would be like, just spend one night there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely fucking not. No one, no one, I don't think has ever spent a night in that house after Grandpa died. No one will do it. No one has done it. And I don't know if it's like a respect thing because, you know, respecting the dead and letting the dead rest in peace is a big part of our culture. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that could be it. But I just know no one's ever spent the night in that house. Well, I mean, if they grew up in that uh, farmhouse, then they're, whether they've said anything or they haven't, they pretty much know what has, what happens in there. So I'm pretty sure they're like, you know what we yeah. don't want to go back to like that. one of my aunts is dead set on never even going down that dirt road that it's on ever again she's dead set on not going anywhere near it jeez <laughs> yeah well i mean it sounds like the only reason they would go before is just for their you know their Personal family belongings, yeah. yeah uh so you, you know I, I know you haven't gotten into like the, the your actual well, like what you witnessed but i did yeah. i i did actually look up uh you know actually seeing a past one's shoes and uh yeah what does it mean i never looked it up i've been too afraid that it's like a symbol for something that i don't want to (laughs) know so so funny thing is is there's nothing that is specific like to your personal experience there's nothing that matches it yes i mean i would say that it's uh, 
kind of like a first in terms of trying to look up and research you know what it, it means specifically but there is a lot of superstition behind shoes surprisingly uh, a surprising amount of superstition behind you know shoes and and weird yeah it is very like, weird. i know the superstition behind like the coins on the eyes and when people find two coins like i know that's like a big like oh shit moment mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. the shoes didn't seem scary to me to be honest they just kind of threw me off right, I, right like i remember finding them and i was like dad what why are his shoes here you know Ooh, no no <laughs> So for people, I didn't get to specify what shoes they were, but this was the really interesting part. Um, I knew he obviously, I mean, I didn't really, really know, but I mean, it was always told that my grandpa wanted wanted to be buried in his bowling shoes. I had never seen the shoes. I knew that he was buried with shoes, but I never knew what kind of shoes or anything about the shoes. Mm -hmm. So um, when I went downstairs with my dad to grab the old poker table, which has been in my family since, you know, the 1940s, 1950s, whenever the house was you know, built and my grandpa moved it down there. Um, my uncle ran up the steps because he was going to take the t- head of the table off so that it's easier to carry up than trying to get this huge octagonal thing up the steps. And I'm just kind of looking around, you know, being a nosy kid and it's bowling shoes. My grandpa was a very avid bowler. My dad actually has his bowling ball. Um, so the shoes are just sitting in a corner and they look brand spanking new never worn never used and i like called my dad over i'm like are these the shoes grandpa was buried in and he looked at me like how would you know that who told you that he comes over he physically sees the shoes we look at each other what the fuck run to the steps and we go jeff come down here look at these my uncle comes down the steps and they're gone and then all of a sudden that's when the noise came from my grandparents room like my aunt said not this was the second time the noise had happened and it sounded like someone fell to the ground or something was pushed over Ooh. we didn't open the door we did not look in the room so the crash happens we all look at each other i am out that fucking door we are out of the house in my dad's truck heavy breathing i feel nauseous my dad has a migraine i'm trying not to cry he looks freaked out to all shit and we just drive off Okay. And the next thing you know, my aunts are coming out of the house, and then my uncle's coming out of the house. None of them investigated. None of them looked in the room either. None of us wanted to fucking know. <laughs> oh yeah, my that, God. That, that sounds like a very, like, my personal interpretation. That's a very, you know, big message right there. Yeah, and I don't know if that's a, hey, what are you doing? Leave my shit here. Or if it's a, like... Something I, that's not them. To I, me, it didn't feel like my grandparents were there. To me, it felt like something was mimicking. I don't, I don't know what. I mean, the, granted, I was you know scared shitless, so that could have been you know my anxiety peaking a little bit. But I, I'm a firm believer that that was not either one of them. Well, it just sounds very personal because it's, um, you know that he wanted to be buried in bowling shoes. That was yes, my, of- my grandpa was in a bowling league um, all through the 60s and 70s. He, oh my God, the countless stories I could tell you that that was incorporated into my family. Like after he passed, my grand, my everyone always told me, oh, when it's thunder, that's grandpa bowling in heaven. Oh. So, and wh- even my younger siblings are told that too. They're like, oh, that's just grandpa bowling in heaven anytime it thunders. So were, were his wishes met when he was, um, you know, buried but was he were the bowling shoes there yeah in the casket that's what he was buried in were his shoes 
My uh, uncle confirmed that when we had talked to him later that night. Because so we were like, hey, we told you they were bowling shoes. And we kind of, my dad and I both described the shoes that they were kind of like, they look kind of like tap shoes. Like they were white and they had like that brown on it, like kind of cowboy style, but definitely bowling shoes. They were um, Velcro, not lace. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like, what in God's name? And my grandpa, I mean, not my grandpa, oh my gosh. My uncle confirmed those are the shoes. How the fuck would you two know what they look like when I was the one who put them on and made sure that he was buried in them? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I would I would say something to do with his last wishes or or something yeah, not being he resolved. Yeah, buried in them. Like, they were in the casket with him. Maybe something else. Uh, I, that's my, uh, again, it's my interpretation because yeah, I know if I... Yeah, that's why I think it's something else is because why would that be a symbol if he was for sure buried in them? Why would it be the bowling shoes out of all things? Uh, maybe because it was his, his last wish. Something's not uh, maybe, maybe allowing I don't him know. to rest. Something, to my dad and I, just something felt off. And um, my dad, like I, my dad kind of lost all religion after like my grandparents died. I want to say two Sundays later, my dad has been back in church because he's mortified. <laughs> he's like, I need God. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it really seems... I, I, I got to side with you on this one. I got to say that this has to be something else because it seems too personal, like as if it yeah. knows it, like as if it knows that it's going to get a reaction out of y'all and not a reaction of like some type of sentiment, but more of a, of a, a shock. Like if it's trying I, to yeah. draw energy to, I, I don't know, maybe break into our plane or something. You, you, you kind of get what I'm saying? I do. Well, here's the other weird thing is where the house is located is actually, um, I want to say maybe less than 20 miles from Camp Ripley, which is a military base here in Minnesota, which has been here in Minnesota for, oh gosh, let me see how long it's been here. Yep, Camp Ripley, Minnesota National Guard has been here for how long why can't i find it on their website <laughs> so i know it's been there for like a really long time mm-hmm. and one of the things i was wondering is oh my god what if during world war ii they used the farm for something or maybe someone lived from there lived on the farm before mm-hmm. we did that's what i was thinking like when you were mentioning how old it was like who were the people before it and if it was like e- experiencing traumatic events from that previous time like so Camp was... Ripley in Minnesota. I'm so sorry to cut no, you off. No, you're good. Camp Ripley was built in 1930. Okay, okay. So a little bit, so about a couple, about 10, 20 years before my grandparents moved in. It's more than enough time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I okay. So I this just this thought just came to me. So you, you know how you mentioned the the banging on the floor from underneath, right? Yes. And y'all are on the second floor. The first floor, what room was that? Where did that come from? Grandma and Grandpa's room, where we were not allowed in. The same from the from same from the event that we were all in there cleaning out the house. And that's that is directly underneath there, where y'all where y'all witnessed the shoes. So there's a basement, and then the first floor had my grandparents' room, the kitchen, the dining room, and then the living room. And then in the living room, there's steps to go upstairs to where all the kids' bedrooms were. Uh huh. So Ooh. back in the day, obviously, I think it was down in Texas, too, where they kind of outlawed, like, poker and gambling. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why the poker table was always in the basement, because the basement was unfinished. 
So to the naked eye, you'd be like, oh, nothing's down there other than like old storage shit mm-hmm. when that's where they would go to play poker. I don't know. I, I'm kind of getting the feeling that there's something very specific about that area, like top to bottom. Oh, 100%. No one fucked with the basement unless you had to put wood in the furnace. And if you had to put wood in the furnace down there, you kept the door open and you used a flashlight and made sure. Like, even when my grandparents were still alive, that was just the rule of thumb. I have a question. Um, or. You know what? Let's go back. It already disappeared. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. It came and it went. It really did. I got. I looked at something over there. I was like, huh. okay, sorry. Go. Ahead. Um, ADHD girl. I get it. <laughs> I know, sorry. <laughs> so, uh, what what are some of the other experiences that y'all have had, or or you know anything else? So, um, there was two. So, like I said, I'm the baby of the group. So, um, my cousins, um, Mel and L. They are the oldest. And so I want to say when I was born, they were about 15, maybe 16, somewhere around there. And when I had talked to them at Thanksgiving, they both said that there is some freaky shit in that house. So according to those two, um, they were hanging out with my aunt, who was their mother, um, just kind of hanging out with my grandparents, helping them around the house, uh, because this was when my grandpa denied treatment for his cancer. Uh, he had prostate cancer mm-hmm. and they said that they were playing just in the living room and they heard like a noise from upstairs and you know being kids they're like oh maybe it's a toy that we left up there from last time let's go look and they said those rooms looked trashed like they just looked gross filthy and moldy and when they went downstairs to let my aunt know that there was like a mold infection infection or whatever they come back upstairs and the floors look fucking clean hmm. Like pure, mm. like pure gloss, like, you know, maybe a little bit of dust, but like, they looked clean. And my aunt was like, what mold are you talking about? Like, where's this mold? And like, it wasn't like everywhere, but they said that it was noticeable and you could like smell it. Ew. And when they got up there with my aunt, it smelled completely fine and it didn't seem like anything was rotting. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And then, um, this is another story that I was advise not to share because it's obviously not paranormal it's just an old house (laughs) Um, when my grandma was in the nursing home in little falls minnesota um out of the blue the furnace something happened to the furnace it didn't like blow up or burn anything but there was soot every single inch corner on everything there was just soot everywhere in the house Hmm. they don't know if it was a pipe or what but they ended up getting a completely new furnace and they had to have someone come in and redo all the flooring, had to take, like, repaint everything because it was just full of ash. Yeah, that is a sub- – I mean, usually when you it get a It was so sub- weird. Yeah. That's – I've, I've seen they think problems. it has to do with something with the furnace or something with the pipes or something happened that, you know, maybe – whatever. They just think that there's a real hard explanation for it where my cousins and I kind of side-eyed it. Like, something happened. Yeah. We don't know what, but we definitely know that it had to be intentional or something. So, I mean, what I'm gathering from this also is, uh, I guess, like a detail either that I I did I would I didn't pay attention to, or uh, I don't know if it's a realization that you've had. (laughs) Well, so I mean, you're you're saying that some of these experiences started happening right at the time that your grandfather was denying these services, right? Uh, It it almost sounds like my grandpa started losing religion as well. So. When my cousin Mal and Al were 
I think they were 13 or 14 when my grandpa got diagnosed because I was born I, right around the time they were like 17, 18. Um, it was just strange. Because like I said, I was probably about two, three when he died. And when he started dying treatment, they didn't go to church. They never went into town. Grandpa never left that house. He didn't want to. I don't know if it was because he was trying to soak everything in and like still remember the house and how he felt. Because he loved, he loved all my my aunts and uncles. He was a very big family man. He was also very great with like the people of the town because um, for a while he was a carpenter and then he was on a bowling league in that town, which is Pierce. I'll just say it, Pierce, Minnesota. Um, it was just, it was just weird how, I don't know if he was like, you know, introspecting on life or if it was his way of coping, kind of just staying in the place that he, I'm not going to say built because he didn't build the house, but where he landed, yeah, if like it a- made that much of an impact on him. But if he loved us all and all he did was show love and had all these great wishes for us, why would he want us ran out of the house? Yeah, right, right. I think if anything, if it were him and my grandma, it would be peaceful. You know, like we would always have a happy, cheery vibe and know that they're with us in spirit and with love and, you know, just everything that's like good. I don't think it would be a negative feeling and as scary as these I mean to me they were fucking mortifying to other people they're probably like yeah okay girl <laughs> like this is yeah whatever well but maybe it's it something that they sense. dealt with also maybe you just you never knew that they maybe they they saw things and dealt with things too personally in there yeah 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 that could be I mean like I said my whole family is from Germany we are very very German and um I'm actually just talking to my fiance about this I don't know I don't know how this is going to go over, but I'm going to be honest. Um, My grandma, when she had Alzheimer's, started speaking in German. And, you know, she's never said anything negative about the Holocaust, point blank, period, ever. Um, My grandma just never really talked about what it was like during that time when she was a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, But all of a sudden, when she started speaking in German, she just would recall these horrific, horrific incidences that she witnessed or either, like, her father witnessed or family members witnessed. Because she lived in a pretty Jew-populated area. She never bashed the Jews. Oh, my God, never. My grandma was a very respectful woman. But she just had these countless stories of Jewish friends of hers that she just would recite in German. Not an ounce of English, just all in German. And all my family speaks it very fluently, so they kind of grasped what was going on. And they just sat there horrified listening to her share these stories out of nowhere in a nursing home oh my god wow i what i would be to be a fly on the wall during those conversations yes. i wasn't there for a lot of it because when that started happening my parents didn't want me or my brother around it in the fear of like oh my god you cannot repeat this stuff at school because it's like that graphic right and it's just yeah because like that's one of the big things in my household it's like we're german you know holocaust happened don't fucking talk about it, you know, mm-hmm. acknowledge that it happened, respect the Jews, things like that. But we do not bring up that kind of shit. Yeah, because I mean, I, I am an avid like historian, uh, amateur historian. And, uh, you know, now just hearing this, I mean, oh, my God, that is like a whole nother level of like trauma that may have been released during this time, you know, uh, of, well, of their passing. When they bought that house, my grandma was like in her, what, 20s, 30s? Because mm-hmm. she was a kid right at the peak of like the World War. Because, um, you know, a lot of people couldn't leave Germany uh-huh. because my grandma's 
my grandma's dad was a doctor so he was able to get out and flee them to america because his whole thing was oh you know i know we're we have beef with america can use in you know 2020 terms we have beef with america but if i go over there and i see what their medicine is i can bring it back here and he just never went back and there was never a call out for him because he didn't technically work for the Nazis. So he stayed here in Minnesota as a doctor doing his own thing, changed the last name completely, and just went on with their lives. Wow. Yeah. So that's how my family kind of came to America. That is too, too cool. That is very cool. Well, I know. I, mean... I, I love my family and I love the history, <laughs> but at the same time, like in high school, I like, never spoke up about it because I'm like, I am not going to be bullied for this. <laughs> oh, no. I, I mean, like, you you know how we are. We're, we're a safe space. And wow, that is just incredible yeah. that is incredible but uh yeah like uh, if you have uh we're, we're probably gonna be wrapping it up a little bit we're, we've already been going for an hour now i, I remember oh my, God, my I question oh wait you remember your question okay i, do. I wrote it down okay, okay well. <laughs> oh love that okay so <laughs> um i know that you said that like it's an older house and that nobody occupies it now um yep when you're when it was occupied was there ever like internet connection there uh Oh, God, no. No? Oh, okay. No. It's a farmhouse we out in We never had a TV in there. We never had Wi-Fi in that house. We barely even had cell service. Oh, So wow. this was in, like, the sticks and stones. It was on a dirt road right next to a creek, and we were surrounded by farmland. Gotcha. Um, The closest neighbor, I want to say, was maybe 10 miles down the road. Oh, wow. Okay, well, then yeah. never mind. Cause we I'll... had a satellite dish to get, like, you know, phone service because that's what they need, you know, to call into town and sell their... Uh, crops, their livestock, stuff like that. So that made sense. They did have a landline, mm -hmm. but there was no TV or anything like that in the house. Like not even a radio. Oh wow, man! So, yeah, because I was gonna be like, oh, maybe y'all should put like security cameras there to like check in on the house and have like you know movement notifications. But if it isn't even possible, like well, well, my my, and it, <laughs> I don't want to fuck with that. I don't want to see it. You know, I don't want to. I've seen all the crazy shit about people seeing shadow figures and if i ever saw one caught on camera at a house i've been to i think i'd physically move out of the state i wouldn't want anything <laughs> well, to do with minnesota anymore the funny thing that you were saying now is like so after everything that we've discussed i'm like man i was like uh, there should be a um, an audio recording where they run through the house and just have someone Ooh, speak yeah. german to see if oh, anything yeah. gets captured i German, I would be open to that, but at the same time, I am still pretty scared of that house. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying you yeah. personally, but if if you I mean, were to I get don't know. somebody, I think one of us grandkids would be a trigger, though. Ooh, yeah, very true. Yeah, you. Because um, I know one of my cousins did try to go back, and something in her gut was like, "Nope, I can't do it," and just drove into town instead. Yeah, she did drive down that dirt road. And I think that's what kind of made her stop was kind of looking at the house. But she just kept going. She didn't yeah. even turn into the driveway, nothing. That's yeah, that's why you get one of these uh, really, uh, you know, paranormal happy investigators. And you just, <laughs> you, you, yeah. you, just you just make sure that they uh, that they have someone that, that has a little bit of a, a, a German tongue. And, you know, let them know that that's one of the, the audios that they should watch out for. Yeah, I know one of my cousins, um, bless her heart, she's going through a little bit of a rough time right now. Um, she wants to move into that house. Because she's like, she's one of those people where it's like, you guys are making this up. Like, no one's going to believe that. Granted, she's one of the older grandkids who 
didn't have a relationship with my grandparents. Oh, she just yeah. didn't care. She was way too obsessed with her dad's side instead of my aunt's side to really care. And she's like, I'll take the house. Like, if you guys are going to be this and this and this about it, you know, I'll just buy it off you and I'll renovate it and I'll live in it because I don't believe this. And I'm like, girl, by all means, you're going to get ran out of that house. But okay. <laughs> yeah, you should, you, you should that suggest. That's what you want to do. Yeah, be like, you know what? Spend a week in it. See what you think about it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's just what she's talked about. I know my mom said that, you know, so-and-so cousin might bring it up again. So be like a little aware of that. Like, you know, it's not, I know it's hard to, you know, think that someone would move into that house. I'm like, mom, no one's moving into that house. You're psychotic <laughs> if you think that. Okay, so I got to ask, right? Now that I know yeah. that this is a farmhouse and, and you've confirmed it's in the middle of nowhere. What about yep. like some type of cryptids? Are y'all do y'all see any type of cryptids out there? Ooh, um, okay. I I do know this from one of my older cousins. Um, we'll call him cousin A. He's a, a really great guy. He's one of my favorite cousins. Um, he was also in the army. Him and my uncle back in the day used to hunt out on like where the crops used to be, and they have seen some weird fucking shit, like Ooh. bones, like. Ooh. weird marks that don't even look like animals or shit they've seen some like weird shit out in the woods um we did have a problem for a while in the town that this house is in with um cults oh um, it was like people who branched out of catholicism to kind of start their own thing and they took parts of catholicism and they took parts of like all these different other religions and kind of formed a cult and so they don't know if that was in the woods and yeah. that's what all those creepy things were or if it was like something else yeah. i think it was the cult because they're just banded now and the police had to get involved because oh. uh there was a murder and <gasps> it's just a nightmare oh yeah i was God. about to, i didn't want to bring that up but i was all like you're you're in the in the midwest that's like crazy cult country like oh it definitely is crazy cult country you'd be surprised about the weird shit i hear oh, I, I would i would <laughs> so, not I'm like, be surprised and I'm in Minneapolis now and i still see the weirdest shit <laughs> Oh man! Oh my God! So, uh, like I said, we we are coming up to an hour, and I would love to continue this, and I do. If you have <laughs> any more updates in the future, I mean, we would love to I have mean, you back on. You know, you guys about Christmas. I'll see if I can ask any questions. Yes. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. That would be amazing. Also, because um, this year it's at my aunt's house, who is about. She lives in the town that the farmhouse is technically part of, and um. I don't know. Maybe we, if we get drunk enough, we can all go out there and see what happens. Uh, let's, oh. not, let's not push it. Uh, <laughs> we no, want, we God, want no. you coming back. <laughs> no, oh, my um, God. I was going to ask uh, also when you're like talking to them and they're a little loosey-goosey with the alcohol, you should find out like if they have any weird like paranormal photos or anything. Oh, yeah. Like just unexplained I stuff. I don't have any personally. Um... I did ask two of my cousins who are, they have their own photography businesses. Oh. Um, neither of them said that they even ever captured anything or took photos of the farmhouse just because that's not something they wanted to remember it by, which I completely understand. Mm -hmm. um, that would be interesting because I wonder if they could set up their equipment one night, you know, like middle of the day and just kind of put timers on or whatever and see if they can get anything. Or I was thinking even like uh, like pictures like from when you're, aunts and uncles were growing up or something or like, <gasps> like i have a photo oh i do have a photo i have to go to my parents house um but they have this big massive photo of all of the kids together and i want to say they're all about college to my dad being a senior in high school 
mm-hmm. and you depict it for yourself what you think it is in the background. My some of my friends and family members are like, oh, it's just like a weird blur, or like you know, like sometimes when you take a photo, you get like a little fuzzy in the background. Hundred percent, it's an orb. I don't give a shit what anyone says. That's a fucking orb. <laughs> now I want to see. <laughs> yes, I go. I'm going up there this weekend. I'll stay in touch with you guys on Reddit and see if I can snap a photo of the photo. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 ma'am. You are family now, so we we're gonna need regular updates. <laughs> I'm just, I'm well, still. Like, that's the thing is like a lot of my friends compare my farm to the Conjuring farm, oh, and I'm like, well, the Conjuring had to be of. ten times worse. My family just has some weird shit. I, I was about <laughs> no to one say, no one ever ran out of the house in their childhood or like in the middle of the night screaming. It was all after around my grandpa started denying treatment that a lot of this started. Uh, I would say it's cooler because like it, it's got that, especially like family tie and then you're like you've got this uh, rich background you know heritage that i'm like man this is interesting this is this has definitely got something something going on yeah we're gonna we're gonna pitch yeah. it to zach baggins this is, that's what we're doing <laughs> oh my god oh my god love <laughs> like, if you guys ever want to you know for a special episode let's make a trip and see if i can get into the house but, um, <laughs> oh. i know i know a lot of my aunts and uncles were talking about letting cousin so-and-so live in there so we'll see if that happens or not, because I know she's very avid about having the house, and at least it's still in the family and being you. <laughs> oh Girl, you even got ran out of that house. She has, like, two little kids, too. They're, like, oh, no. I don't know, elementary school age. I'm like, those poor kids are going to be traumatized by that house, but do what you got to do. Yeah. Hey, I just what? told her if she moves in, she'd better sage the shit out of the house. For sure. Well, I mean, you've got to think about it. Uh, you said they're very, they were heavily Roman Catholic, right? Oh, very. So the the sage won't do anything. You would have to go the the Roman Catholic route. Well, that's the thing is we use sage. We do use a lot of tools. Um, we, I mean, like I said, I do tarot. Um, I actually have sage here in my apartment that I use daily. Um, is if you use it in like in air quotes a God honoring way, it works because you know you're incorporating Jesus and religion into it. Um, like white sage, I would never use because I do know that's indigenous owned and I would never want to disrespect someone else's culture. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just be careful what you buy and how you use it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. See, and that's what makes this so much more interesting is that your your knowledge of already of these things, uh, you know, it, it, it makes it sound like you're interpreting a lot of what you're witnessing very well. So, Oh, it's the only way I can cope. If I if I just kind of like sat back and like real, I mean, I have thought sat back and thought about it, but if I don't try to think about it from like a logical standpoint or like other cultures, you can learn a lot from, especially when it comes to paranormal and how different religions and different people view it as. Um, to me, it makes it more logical. So I'm not like sitting there freaking out like, oh my God, there's a demon in my basement when there's not. So I don't know. I feel like there has to be something or someone trapped there and they're using one of my grandparents as a vessel because i do believe in purgatory mm-hmm. and you know it's a big thing in the catholic faith so maybe they're just like trapped in between or something like that and, and they're being used as like a vessel for the house i don't know and that's what i was gonna say um i didn't want to like uh kind of impose too much on it but so purgatory purgatory right you're you're yep. avid catholic uh person that knows all this stuff so the fact that there has been no prayer really said in the house, because that's usually, um, you know, purgatory. You have someone yeah. kind of... The only real prayers that have ever been said in the house is, like, grace before dinner. Hmm. Yeah, and usually, the, the you know, the, 
you have someone specifically designated for the family if you know if you feel like it's a purgatory state that's constantly you know praying or yeah has a candle out for them not at the specific farmhouse but at the church kind of constantly honoring them going you know i hope you've yeah. crossed over kind of i've thing. visited their graves um i i love to say that i had a close relationship with my grandma i seriously love her she taught me um Du bist kleine Scheister, which means you little piece of shit in German, to yeah. call my father. I love that woman. She, well, her and my grandpa both will forever have a special place in my heart. And I um, went and visited their graves not too, not too long ago. Yeah, not too long ago. I think it was before one of my trips that I took with my parents. And um, there's no negative energy there. It's all positive. I've never sat there and, I mean, I've cried because, you know, I miss them, but I've never had, like, the weird deep-rooted crying that happens when like spooky shit happens um anytime i've ever visited their graves i feel pretty content hmm. interesting yeah. interesting yeah, that's yeah the be- which is why like i don't believe it's them it's because if i'm content there and i was a pallbearer for my grandma um and i was one to release the doves honestly it was a super beautiful funeral um everyone that was there and helped out they were amazing amazing people can't go wrong with funeral casserole 10 out of 10 um <laughs> it was just it was just beautiful and we we all laughed joked and shared and we all took home flowers and it was it was gorgeous i mean granted i don't remember a dime of anything about my grandpa because you know i was barely two or three so hmm. i don't know i just remember hers being very beautiful mm-hmm. and you know while it was sad the family was happy that she was at peace and that she was okay now and that she would be going somewhere higher Wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. But, uh, you know, I, we'll I think... We'll stay in touch. We'll yes, absolutely. Like, and, you know, I, I, I'm going to give you the, the quote of the year award because you're... Oh. Yes, you, you're getting it because I it, it's actually... It, it kind of blew my mind right now when you said, you know, if it doesn't make sense... You know, well, the way I'm interpreting it is if it doesn't make sense logically and it makes sense more spiritually, then it has to be that. And I never really thought about it that way. Like, holy shit, if it makes sense. That's the thing is like, that's one of the things I've learned from not only like my autism students and my brother, but like just people culturally wise, if you can't make it logical, don't stress about it. It means it's supernatural or spiritual. And that to me is one of the big signs that there is a God and there is people out there and there is people beyond, you know, the living realm. It's because if you can't think about it logically, how are you going to tangibly map it out, map it out, any of those things? It has to be something unexplained, like a miracle or something beyond. Right, right. And yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'm sure, you know, like I'm I'm more of the uh, agnostic side of, of, you know, the spectrum of religion. But I mean, yeah. that, that was actually very profound to me. I never really thought about it or approached it from that perspective. And uh, that that's why I'm giving you my my uh, quote of the year Woo! award. Time, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, I we enjoyed this whole hour. Thank you very much. Like I said, you are. I you, can't thank you guys enough. Being a fan and being able to come on here. Totally starstruck. <laughs> I hope I did okay. <laughs> you did wonderful. Back. Thank you so much. It's, yeah, yes. This is such an amazing yes. uh, encounter. I, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, you're familia now, so <laughs> yes! you, you, you can. You Are can... you guys Spanish? Familia? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did not. I did not get that. Okay, <laughs> that. That explains your adorable accent. 
<lacht> Thank you. Thank you. Yes, well, danke. I appreciate it. <lacht> All right. Well, yes. Thank you so much. And well, oh, go ahead. Thank you, guys. Oh, my God. We'll have to swap languages because I've never learned Spanish. <lacht> <lacht> Right. I, I, I can't say that Spanish is as, uh, no, no, I'm going to say that they're both equally, like if we learn each other's bad words, they will both <laughs> equally sound great. Yeah. My, I, there's like two things I think I know in Spanish and what is it? I heard my buddy say it's something, he, I remember, I know what it translates to, it's the cartel is on the table. Because he fucked up what he went to say from a movie. It was hilarious. And then I know um, Puta. Puta, isn't that bitch? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, yeah. Okay, okay, so so you, you know Puta. You know Puta. What, what is bitch in German? Please tell me. Bestow this knowledge on oh. me. Oh, gosh. I have to look it up. Oh. I don't even... I don't ever call anybody a bitch. I call... So, in Germany, one of the biggest insults is Schweinshund, which means pig dog. Oh, shit. That's what it translates to, and that's one of the biggest insults you can say. I will be calling my coworkers that tomorrow. <laughs> Get over here. Right. Get over here, you pig dog. So, bitch in German is Hunden. Hunden. Okay. All right, yes. Das Hunden means that bitch. <laughs> yes, you've just empowered me. Thank you very much. Oh, my gosh. Love. <laughs> Love. It's going to be like, you know, you just started calling everybody pig dogs. I don't know what that's about. Yeah. I remember saying that in, like, middle school, and no one ever knew what it was, so I always got away with it. And then I took German all of high school, and I said it once, and I got so much fucking trouble. <laughs> My German teacher's like, where did you learn that? Where did you look it up? I'm like, Schweinshund? You mean pig dog? She's like, do you know what that means? I go, oh, shit. Yeah, I know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> Call my mom. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But uh, again, thank you so much. We we were so... Yes, thank you, guys. I so appreciate it. Yes. I just hope Zach Bagans doesn't like reach out after hearing this somehow. He's like, let me investigate your car. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to kill me. <laughs> You, Dad, yeah. if you're hearing this, no, you can't message me. But I would appreciate it. Oh, yeah. you, you'd have my sister down there just waiting for him to yeah, take that'd a be shirt the first off. time she would run towards the spooky direction. <laughs> but uh, again, right, thank this you. This has been such an amazing experience. I can't thank you guys enough. Oh no, and and like I said, uh, you know, everybody that that ever gets involved with us, they automatically become familia, and they can crash out on our couches whenever they need. Or call. Aww. Yeah, and okay, cool. I'm gonna book a flight to Dallas over New Year. <laughs> I seriously have never been to Texas though, but um, I'm on TikTok a lot. Not not sharing that out, but um, I saw a video that I came across that there's like a really beautiful hiking trail, like ten miles, like southeast of um, Dallas, I think. Well, there's a bunch know, of them. Some thing. national park, or yeah, not national park. It's some state park. It starts with a C. Yeah, there's a bunch of them uh, all over. So. Yeah, here in Texas, yeah, like we, they try to get us out there in the heat. I don't understand <laughs> why, but yeah, we have trails and parks everywhere. Good times. No. no I'm times. a huge national park and park junkie. Um, that's one of the things I highly recommend if you guys want to do like a really fun, like special, like hundreds episode thing, um, is spend a night in one of those parks. And let me know if, like, any weird shit happens. Oh, I, I would love to, but Jennifer immediately is like, 
<laughs> no, 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 yeah. no. Exactly. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, we, I always suggest her, like, hey, you know, I grew up in, like, rural country-ish areas. So I'm like, yeah, I would want to, you know, end up living in it. And she's like, nope. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It depends on, like, what rule you are. Like, how rule, rule, mm, you guys and your fancy words. <laughs> I can't pronounce things. It's I'm the R's. We're, we're, we're Mexican, so the R's come naturally to us. <laughs> yeah, lucky bitches. I just have, like, a weird throat thing that comes out when I just, like, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it... it, it it's so great here that like you can have like a 50 50 where it's like rural and then like city like it's like a 15 minute difference yeah yeah that's true out here in minnesota it's either oh i'm in the cities or oh i'm heading up north or it's oh yeah you betcha i'm just going across the river (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh my god that's adorable if you ever hear me in person my minnesota accent is so heavy like even people in montana can hear it and they're like oh you're from minnesota and i'm like how do you know Minnesota. I, yeah, Minnesota. I, I, I bet with the with the drinks it comes out even more. <laughs> yeah, and it, then people in North Dakota say North Dakota. Anyone in like you know Minnesota, like Wisconsin area, we say North Dakota. Oh, <laughs> that's cute though. Yeah, I get along great with Canadians. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was I was about to say that. Yeah, <laughs> oh. I love Canada. I'm right by the border, which is kind of nice where I'm at. Um, where I'm originally from, so it's like two, three hours into like Winnipeg or Ontario. Not Ontario. Oh, wow. oh my god, where the fuck am I? Wait, yeah, Winnipeg, Ontario. Okay. I don't know geography, but yeah, <laughs> Winnipeg. I it's gorgeous out there. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're like our sister. They hate us, but we get along. <laughs> Just like any good Everyone sister, tries right? To sell us to Canada. It's fine. <laughs> But uh, thank you again for your time and all your experiences. Uh, yeah, I'll send you guys over those photos in the chat. Cool, yeah. very cool, yes. All right. But uh, yeah, right. we will uh, bid you a very good night. We love you. Thank you so much for all that you did right no, now. No, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I hope we all can stay in touch. This has been an awesome experience. I'm glad I finally got to share some of this to someone not just my therapist <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, there, there's no bill after this <laughs> <Don't worry. laughs> but yes again thank you and uh i hope you have a good night yeah, you too guys night. bye bye, bye. Thank, you. thank you wow i just want to say amazing so much uh to you know take in um while wow, i really want a second or a third part is just yeah, you know yeah. the history the 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 happenings just so much to connect and you know just you know you, you need to have this person you know literally there with you to kind of pry and pick and oh, you know yeah, it's just so yeah, much yeah. and then uh I know me personally when I walk away from this I'm going to have my uh couple hamster wheels i got going from the different personalities <laughs> running oh, rampant yeah. oh, you know yeah. uh i'm i'm glad that i don't have access to her as like <laughs> ask ask asking her like just random questions because you know it would be like hey what about this you know oh yeah yeah because yeah. that's literally what's going on in my brain right now um i hope you guys enjoyed it too what did you guys think shit yeah i loved it i absolutely loved it i did too i kept on getting shivers and i'd just be like oh fuck that that's scary shit so (laughs) (laughs) i want to go there i i personally oh hell yeah want to go there i want to go there with zach bacon oh my god (laughs) 
Wait, where is it? Where is what? it? What is it? Is Wrong it? bitch. Wrong bitch. <laughs> Not me. No, yeah. That's what that means. Anyways, um, yeah, well. There's uh, no gold boys here for you, sir. <laughs> Anyways. Um, all right. Well, if you guys uh, enjoyed your, or enjoyed her story, go ahead and uh, share some feedback. And if you have your own similar story, send it to us. Chat paranormal at gmail.com. Uh, we're going to let you go, guys. Make sure you're drinking all your water for the day. Get a lot of sleep. and uh, Enjoy the cold weather because... Fuck, I hate Texas. Wear sunscreen if you're in Texas. Bye. What? Why are you going to wear sunscreen? Because the sun is always out to get you. (laughs) Bye. I love you. Bye-bye.